we okay? So you you know what you're gonna say? I will figure it out. <laughs> okay. Hey, talk right into that thing. Okay. There, it's perfect. That's perfect. All right. You ready? I'm ready. So wait a second. How come you have headphones and I don't? Because I want to be able to hear. Oh. Well, I can get you headphones at some point, but I don't think you need them. Just I'll tell you if it's. You should have told me I had headphones at work that are good headphones. Okay. I'm. A, these are. Uh, these are from your work. I know. I have another. Pair. Okay. Well, let me let me count back from ten and we'll start. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're gonna start in ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to our very first episode of Creative Moonlighting. Creative Moonlighting, episode one. Episode one. I'm Matthew. And I'm Denise Thornton, and we are joining you from our kitchen table in... Austin, Texas. I would say sunny Austin, Texas, but it's not sunny today. It's more... It's gloomy, and it's actually gloomy for more than one reason, because what we've been experiencing is the we're in the throes of watching the coronavirus unfold. So uh, this actually, the only positive that we've been able to pull from this is that it's allowed us to get off our rears and start this podcast. Yeah, so technically we are supposed to be on spring break this week, but... Um, everything is shut down. Um, South by Southwest. Typically, we would probably be at South Conver- Congress today, which is a street in Austin, a well-known street in Austin, and probably be listening to music at Hotel San Jose. But they have closed everything here in Austin, and so we needed something to do. And so we thought we've been talking about it for a while. So Six why months. not? Yeah. Why not go ahead and actually record our first podcast? Yep. So um, let's give a little background on what we want this podcast to be about, right? Well, okay. Uh, and and I'll, I'll go ahead and do that because it was this was something that I knew, first of all, in this age of content and podcasts and things like that, I've been able to sort of re- replace... Um, having to sit at home and constantly be trying to read or sift through books. Because if you put this on in your car, there's a lot of people have a lot of insightful things to say. So first off, we want it to be insightful, but it's really centered on the overarching concept uh, of providing brain food for other independent creatives who are pursuing their artistic endeavors alongside having a full-time job, which is pretty much what I do. And that's really what we do. We, we have full-time jobs. I'm a teacher, Denise, uh, I'm a teacher too. I just, I formerly taught uh, middle school and high school math, but now I just work with teachers and administrators and I teach uh, professional development sessions. So we are full-blown educators. That's what pays the bills. Um, but we also are filmmakers and uh, I, I write and direct and, and act in some of them and, and, uh, Denise produces and acts in some of them because whenever you make an independent film, everybody has to kind of wear uh, one of many hats uh, and most people wear multiple hats. So um, what this really is about, we call it creative moonlighting because we're literally taking what artistic endeavors we want to pursue and we're doing it under the moonlight at night on weekends. Um, And so it's not paying the bills. And and the goal is to obviously eventually land in a spot where it does pay the bills. But really what I think could be useful in a podcast like this is that we can share 
our experience along the way. And if nothing else, provide a, maybe a, a, an ounce of inspiration for people who are doing the same thing. Austin is an artist town. Um, and most of the artists in this town are doing it just like we're doing it. Everybody has to have a day job and you're doing it for the pure love and passion of that, of that particular game. Um, so, uh, that's why we call it creative moonlighting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in a city like Austin, it's great because, um, we used to live for, for listeners, we used to live in California prior to living in Austin. We're from Corpus Christi, but when Matthew decided that he wanted to be an actor, of course, where did we go? We went to LA. LA. And when we went to LA, you, you kind of pound the pavement and you uh, follow the same path that everybody else does. You go to auditions at whatever time they tell you at whatever location and you traipse all over the city. You drive on the 101 and get stuck in traffic and uh, you find yourself in really funny situations like pretending that you're at a nightclub at 11 a.m. in the morning with loud music in a dark um, <laughs> warehouse. Yeah. Uh, and when we moved to Austin, uh, one of the things that um, was appealing was you didn't have to do that. If you wanted to connect with other filmmakers or creatives, then you just shared your ideas. You made your own schedule. You made sure somebody had the equipment. And you did it. Yeah. So um, here we are, um, happy to be in a city that we both love for both creative endeavors, but also just we just love this city. Yeah. Um, and and there's a lot to there's obviously a lot to love about it. There's a lot also when we moved here in 2007. Um, you know, it it was wide open space in terms of artists moving in and having opportunities and et cetera, et cetera. But the trouble over the last few years, and you hear this in, in the sentiments of other artists. In fact, there are some artists that, that have been forced to move out of town, um, mainly because of trying to find this balance between work and creating. And unfortunately for, for this particular game, those of you who are artists know this, the trick is to be able to balance time with money, to be able to find enough time to make what you want to make and earn enough money to sort of fund your life and fund that process along the way. And Austin has become a very tech uh, savvy city and we've got all kinds of things. So people are uh, the cost of living is up. We'll just put it that way. And so what it's ha what's happened is it's forced a lot of uh, local artists to actually move on the outskirts of town. I've actually heard a lot of artists move into Lockhart recently. Mm -hmm. um, but good barbecue, good barbecue, great barbecue. <laughs> if you haven't been there, definitely check that out. But what what we're really aiming at in this episode, in this first episode is number one, we've never done a podcast. So the little mistakes that we make, she was already looking at me funny across the table a second ago because I was reading something straight off of a paper. Yeah. But the little mistakes we make, please bear with us. We hope to provide some kind of content that works. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're going to try to have one theme per episode, per episode. And today that theme is... Balance. Balance. So yesterday we took our dog Bodie on a long walk. Uh, we're trying to survive this quarantine by getting outside at least once a, a day. Um, and the recurring part of the conversation that kept coming up was this idea of balance. So balance between um, our roles as creatives, um, our 
our balance. <laughs> balance in a marriage. <laughs> yeah, balance in the marriage uh, between really figuring out how to support, how I would say how to support you as a creative because I would always have viewed myself as not a creative. That's not true, but that I know that's how you look at it. Yeah, I see myself uh, as a completely different role as more of the person that organizes and schedules and budgets and does all of that stuff while you're the one that actually just comes up with the um, ideas. I wish they could see my hands because it would be like, ah, you know. <laughs> jazz like, hands? Yeah, jazz <laughs> hands or something like that. Um, and so, yeah, today's theme I think that we can explore further is this idea of balance. Okay. And one other thing on top of that, that, you know, there was a reason why within the, the title that we use the word creative versus uh, an artist. Um, and there was a point when I, when I brought that up and I, I feel this all the time too, because not, not all creatives feel like they're artists and you just touched on it. Um, you, you said that you don't feel like you're the creative. And I think when, when you say that, it's like you're, you're lumping this idea of creative versus artist. And, and, and you even said when I first initially came up with this, you said that the word artist sometimes can be uninviting. Um, and there's some truth to, truth to that. But I think that anybody who's trying to create anything is not necessarily have to be in the artistic realm. Um, it could be to develop some something within the science realm, something for a car, a plumber, a bricklayer, a builder, a person who writes lesson plans for, you know, all intense math sessions for teachers. Those are creative. So this isn't just limited to being an artist. Um, innovator. Innovator, right? Yeah. All those all those words do apply. Um, and the reason why we said that balance was something that kept coming to the surface was because I would say in our context, um, this is very concrete. Uh, I am right-handed and I am very left-brained. Everything that I do on a day-to-day -day basis is very uh, uh, routine, um, structured. I like that. Even down to, even though I'm a yogi and I love practicing, that's a structure to me. I like that. I know what to expect. Um, and then you have somebody like you who is left-handed, completely mm -hmm. right-brained, uh, very emotional. No. <laughs> uh, yes, very emotional. Uh, if you guys could have heard what it took to just get this podcast recorded today, you would have heard many emotions going on in this house. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, striking the balance between that. Um, I think that's an important a lesson that we've learned as a couple is I have a role that I play to balance out the role that you play. Yeah. And definitely those are, th these are going to be things that we cover often. This will be an interwoven theme throughout a lot of the show, uh, which is how we do balance one another. So we thought it was a good spot to start the episode. Uh, one of the first thing that comes to mind when this, you brought, you, you kind of triggered this thought, um, the double-edged sword of, of being a, a creative or an artist, the hard part about it, you know, is because you pride yourself on, on being high on openness, you know, which means you're curious about everything. You, you know, you have lots of ideas that you want to pursue. Everything interests you. Uh, but 
at some point you got to pick a path. At some point you got to choose to do something or, or you'll do nothing. And that makes it really hard, at least from my standpoint, because I, there are so many things on a daily basis that'll pop into my mind that I go, man, that would make a great movie or a great song or a great painting. And you can't do them all. Because if you start investing your time and you're walking down the rosy path and you're stopping to smell every single rose, then it's unfocused. There's no, there's no place uh, for you to actually find an end route. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad way to be, but it's, it's one of the, the struggles I've personally had. Well, and what I see uh, from, from, from watching you and being with you is that um, you get consumed really easily by people, by things, by uh, whatever is surrounding you. And so uh, oftentimes my role in that is to find a way to get you to, to be able to stay in a state of mind that allows you to be creative. So for example, those of you that know Matthew know that he loves uh, to be with people and having a good time, but sometimes that good time can... Um, get in the way of you being able to be productive. Right, right. And not just on that day, you know, yeah. on days after also. That's true. Yeah. And and the the other the other part about that though is that you also have this side of going, all right, well, I'm going to hang out with people tonight and we're going to really, you know, soak this up because it's going to give me new ideas. It's going to give me new interactions. It's going to make it so that the artwork or whatever it is I'm working on will be better. And that's absolutely true that that's there, but there is some, you do have to draw a line somewhere. And at the end of the day, really what happens is those of you that can relate to what I'm saying right now, you notice that the things that you think you're interested in right now, that kind of dissolves within a matter of days. Not for everything. There are some subjects that keep coming back around. They keep coming back around. Those are the things you got to hold on to. But the ones that sort of dissipate in either seven minutes or seven days, those are the ones it's okay to let go of, you know? And that's another balancing piece that you, you, you know, that you have to deal with is mindset because you're looking at your mind and going, I had this idea. Now I'm not going to see it through. Well, now I feel like a failure because I didn't see that idea through. It, 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 there's all types of different angles to look at this particular concept. And a big part of it for us has been me going down some path and really having you there to go, I don't think that's you. Well, I, I've, uh, before we've done this podcast, I was thinking about it and um, the way I see my role, again, I never considered myself to be a creative, uh, I would never say I'm an artist. That isn't what I ever aspired to be. And I don't think that that is a, a strength of mine, right? I think that's your strength. But what I do recognize is that over the years, through the mistakes we've made, and also through the successes that we've had, when we do the best is when I'm able to pose questions to you to help you reflect. Um, a creative person needs to be able to uh, formulate the ideas for themselves. And so I have to be able to step in and oh, ask so a you, question. Oh, okay. But you asked the questions to make it seem like it was my idea. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess I gave a little bit of a secret yeah, away Yeah, that is but, a little bit. Uh, and I think in any partnership... 
You know, both people want to feel like they had they have ownership in it and that they contributed towards whatever the ideas are yeah. or the experience was. And so I think something that's really important is, am I able to pose a question to you to allow you to consider all Ra- Rather things? than hardlining the yeah. way things are. I mean, I, I want to hardline it all the time. <laughs> like, that's, that's natural to me. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to just say... No, that's stupid. Let's not do it. But it, so it, right it now hasn't we're worked. actually talking about the balance of marriage. Yeah, it hasn't worked for me very well when I hardline things. So I have to be able to pose questions to help provide the balance um, for how you choose projects, how you spend your time, how much beer you're going to drink mm-hmm. that night, or um, how late you're going to stay up. Um, how many friends you want to hang out with in a day. I mean, if if it was up to you. We would do everything all day, every day, but we can't do that. Well, and I remember specifically when we were shooting Silverfish, right before before we started, mm-hmm. which was a feature film that we, that we made, mm-hmm. um, and it took a number of years to get done, partially mm-hmm. because you know your your um, piecemealing actor schedules and and just being kind of an amateur at what you're doing, you're learning it along, you know, you're building the plane while you're flying, kind of thing, but. I had this production meeting. It was the very first production meeting. I had everybody mm-hmm. over to the house and I had this whole big buildup. Like there was going to be something that happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember we just kind of started drinking beers and I was kind of cool with us just like hanging out and talking, which I was, I really liked that. But mm-hmm. at some point you had to come to me and go, so what are we all doing here? What we going to get started or what's going on? And I forgot for a second that I was the one that was supposed to like, you know, advance that. But I will say that's been the lucky part for me personally is being married to you because you are somebody who is regimented in a sense where you know where to draw the line on that and you know when to start, when people expect things. Well, there is a clear, um, I mean, it's just this is just a philosophy. I don't know what word I want to say, but it's, it's just a um, process that I've tried to apply to everything is you should be clear with what your goal is. What is it that you want to accomplish? Whether it's just gathering a group of people to talk about a project or an idea that you have. Um, You got to be clear with yourself about time. How long is it realistically going to take you to do that? And you got to consider money and and resources. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a like serial under, Mm -hmm. Uh, 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 what underestimator of how long something's going to take. I'll, if you ask me yeah. how long, I'll say, ah, two hours. That means probably what? Six hours. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Completely. I don't know if that's. And that's actually not for creatives. I, or I would say, you, you know, people, artists, real true artists. Um, I think, yeah, they err on the side of longer, Yeah. but I think anybody uh, miss, judges how long things really take. Well, I don't think I'm misjudging it. I think what I'm doing is I'm trying yeah. to adapt to you and say, I know she doesn't want to hear six hours. Oh, she yeah. wants to hear two. So no, I'm going to tell her the two. ideal that you think will make somebody feel better. Right. But, uh, uh, to me, it's like, don't tell me what I want to hear. Just tell me what, well, yeah, that tell tr- me what, tell me what the truth is, because if not, I'm going to be pissed off that you yeah. just told me what I want to hear. And that's, and not that really old trick's true. gone. That's, you know, after 17 yeah. years, you don't fall for that anymore. Yeah. That's, that's out of the question. But, um, yeah. So this idea of balance, I think 
you know, future episodes, we could talk about, um, it's going to be a through line through everything, right? You know, we want to talk about how you're choosing projects and how you're prioritizing projects. We want to talk about uh, how you're making budgets, how you're choosing who you're working with. But um, for us today, it seemed like balance of uh, of how you collaborate, like especially for us within the marriage and as partners. Um, well, and there are probably a lot of you out there that, that can relate to even our situation. Maybe you're married to somebody who seems to have opposite uh, aspirations. Um, yeah. And, and opposite like tendencies, like their natural yeah, yeah. instincts are opposite from yours. Um, and so, in, and I guess in a big way, the overarching thing being balanced today, it's, it, it is in a lot of ways started for us with learning how to balance what I want to do versus what she wants to do. And, and we failed miserably many times. Yeah. I don't know when we, and I'm not even going to, I better knock wood because I'm saying that we've got it under control in that regard. And we kind of do, but there are still times where it comes up, you know, and it, and it's uh, it's an interesting thing because that's like the home base balance. That doesn't include all the things that you want to try to do creatively that involve all these other people and what, how you're going to be able to maintain your relationships with those people. Well, and I was just thinking about a couple of weeks ago, we went with some friends for a birth to celebrate a birthday. And uh, one of our friends was telling us a story and he said, he was in this heated call at work and the guy said, you know what? We need to take a professional timeout. Oh, Remember shout that? out to Chris Martinez. Yeah, good, yeah. yeah. And, um, and I think part of the balance too is you got to know whenever you're off balance yeah. and you got to be able to call a timeout and say, I've gotten myself in over my head on this project, or I don't really know what I want to accomplish in this project. I just need to pause for a second and regroup myself before I try to trudge forward and say, okay, I'm ready to continue working on it. You know? Yeah. And, and, and I don't want to segue too far in because I don't want to step on our next episode, which has to do with, you know, choosing projects and, yeah. and people and all that. But, but this, a similar thing happened to me just yesterday. It's like, uh, and I think I can say this because my, my writing partner, uh, and I had our first real like falling out. We, we yelled at one or I yelled, um, we were another byproduct of being a creative, right. very emotional Right. And, and, and I, and I, like I said, I don't think he'll mind me saying this because most of the reason why we were arguing was stimulated by me. It's not like it was his fault. Um, so we had some differences and I didn't balance. So we had, we're writing a script, writing a, a feature film, been working on it for a year. We have had a system of working that sort of has worked until over the past, whatever I'll, I'll say month, couple of months, Within that little time frame, I started to feel like, you know, my creative ideas were getting stepped on, but I didn't voice it. I didn't know how to voice it. I was not very communicative. And eventually what happened was, you know, I let that build up and I exploded. <laughs> and it's not, it, it's, it's like the textbook thing of what not to do. And in that realm, especially you know, if you are used to it, you, you assume that the other person immediately is 
going to be, all right, well, this is just dealing with what creatives are. Well, kind of, but not really, because remember, we're creative moonlighting here. Neither one of us, me nor him, does this for a living. I've been pushing at it for 17 years. He's a stockbroker. He just happens to be a really talented writer, but he ain't, he's not used to having some, you know, weirdo come out of me, especially because we're friends, but, but that's what happened. And so I really had to step back over the course of the last eight hours. Honestly, this happened less than 24 hours ago. And I have to say to myself, like, how did that happen? You know, what can I do in the future to follow through on getting a working progress that balances your power versus my power? We're co-writers. We're supposed to be doing this together. But it's, at some point it felt like, well, it, it, it felt like I lost a little bit of my power. So then I took way too much of it back. And it's just, it, it's a tough thing to rein in. And, you know, again, I'm sharing, a, a that's a personal thing. Uh, but that's kind of what this podcast is for. We, we are aiming to be vulnerable. We are aiming to share every step of the process. And we're going to talk about writing in a different episode. Uh, I got Denise writing some stuff down over here, so I'm going to let her talk. Yeah, so um, let's round out this episode with uh, our top three. So one thing that we want to do, you know, part of this episode is to, to allow people to be reflective and think about their experiences and figure out, what they agree with that they hear or what they don't agree with. And um, another part is for us to share our experiences and our maybe philosophies or resources that we've learned along the way, right? Yeah. So I call this piece our top three. Maybe as we record more we episodes, can we can get more clever with yeah. the title, yeah. right? Okay, so here's my top three in regard to balance. Um, and I'm going to say they're my top three ideologies, I guess. Okay. I don't know. So number one, as you were talking, um, one thing that we've learned in our 17 years of marriage is um, I think you need to learn your partner, right? You got to learn your partner and you have to be clear with um, how you work together and what you need. So in my instance, I'm going to say um, I have to recognize the way that you have to work through your struggles. And so I'm going to use yes, your story from yesterday as an oh, example. All right, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I heard the phone ring and you had already been stomping around the house because you were pissed about the text messages that you were going back and forth yep. with. Right. And you answered the phone and it literally, I was folding laundry and Bodie, our dog, and I looked at each other like, Oh crap. And we just heard you, your voice was loud and you were mad. Um, and I just thought to myself, oh, Lord, um, you know, you're, I thought you're the person on the other end of the line. Uh, he's got. He's also a dear friend of both of us. Yeah, he's a dear yeah. friend. But I thought, oh, my gosh, he's going to have to be able. I hope he's resilient enough to be able to listen and work through this because this is going to be a long call. And no joke, that was about. It was over two hours that y'all were on the phone. I have no idea. Yeah. And probably the first hour hour at least was heated back and forth. So um, for me, I know that's the way that you operate and I've had to be able to brace myself and be prepared for it. But then I've got to be able to be clear with um, how I expect you to act afterwards, right? So I get I go back to what I was saying, learn your partner and be clear with how you both work, like understand the way that you work, 
but also you have to be able to voice what you need. And so what I'm happy to hear was from yesterday, you were able to say to your writing partner, here's what I need in this. Um, and then I think even being as specific as well, time he did frames, too. he actually was able to reciprocate that, which is good. You got to be able to reciprocate. Like mm -hmm. it's a reciprocal thing. It's not just a one-sided thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I will, I'll stop belaboring that. Um, the second thing is be honest with your strengths and your weaknesses. So I have said repeatedly in this episode that I don't see myself as a creative. I would never say that of the two of us, I'm the one that is more creative or not, right? If you if you guys were to look around our house, you would see that every almost every inch of wall space is covered with Matthew's paintings or some kind of art form that he has um, created in our garage, right? Um, but for me, my strength is in organization, is in long-term planning, is in um, prioritizing, um, budgeting, all of that. So I don't try to step on your toes with that. I just say, this is the role that I play and I'm good with it. You know, um, I, I think it also takes each of you to think, am I okay with being in this role? And if not, how can you adjust it? Right. And then the last thing that I wrote down while you were talking was um, be reflective so you're constantly thinking about the mis and I say mistakes, right? Like part of my work is we think about mindsets and we think about the way kids, but really substitute the word kid for any people, humans, right? Yeah. The way kid uh, humans learn is through experience. And most of the time our experiences are messing up. Yeah. Like we do things wrong. The, the important ones. Yeah. You just, you, you learn from that and you go, dang, if I could do that again, I would have done it this way. So I say, be reflective, uh, learn from your mistakes, but I say, be confident in your decisions. So I know that you struggle oftentimes as a creative with, did I make the right decision? Is this the right angle that I want to go with this character or with this role I'm playing or with this visual that I'm, that I'm filming, Right. Um, and I think at some point in time, you have to just make the decision and yeah. say, I'm good with it. That's what I want. So that is my top three for balance. Um, what about yours? Well, I can segue that you actually segued into one of mine, which is openness versus closeness. Like closed people tend not to be that creative because they're closed and they, they have tunnel vision, but Open people, if they're too open, they'll never create anything either because they're too open. They're floating around. So there's got to be a balance somewhere between being open, finding an idea or finding a path, and then jumping in the tunnel from there. And then at some point, you're probably going to have to pop, pop your head out of the tunnel, little prairie dog, and see what's happening around you to get some real feedback, which is the hardest part, at least for me. Um, and then you can go back down into the tunnel and get to work. But that's, that's balance number one. And I will say one of the hardest things with people who are um, high on openness, and this is, they, they tend to be more creative and people want to hear that. I almost feel like across the board, people want to hear that they're open. People want to feel that they're open. They want to feel that they're creative. But it's not all it's cracked up to be all the time because if you're super open and you're super creative, that means you're probably going to have the problem of being able to settle on a project and monetizing that project, which means it's going to be very hard for you to make money 
being an artist, which is where we get the cliche, the starving artist, right? So that's a big struggle of mine, and it has been for years. Um, Denise, you've been... Yeah, which we'll talk further about. Yeah. That's one about um, what is your time worth? You know, what, yeah. how, how do you place value on the projects that you want to pursue? And um, and then, yeah, we'll get we'll get into that later. So number two for me, balancing emotion. Um, I, I want to... My, I think everybody has the version of themselves that they want to pursue or want to present to the public. And usually the problem is that that version of themselves is in direct opposition with reality. I want to present calm, cool, collected. Hey, I'm breezy. That's the, what, Monica. the old friends thing, right? Yeah. I want to present that. But... And, and, and in some subjects, I really am very much that way. If I've had a few drinks, I'm really very much that way. But when you start to talk on a subject that I have a strong feeling for, I'm not at all that way. I'm the opposite of that. And, and if you throw some beverages in, then whoa. Oh, well, yeah. Then it, go, it, about it. Yeah, the beverages either can take me super open or it can take me super closed. Mm -hmm. But Happy mat, dark mat. Yeah. And so, you know, and that, so balancing emotions, it's a tricky thing. And I know there's a lot of people, I've met a whole bunch of artists, same way. Um, it's, it, I don't know why that's a thing, but it is. I mean, I, you know, it's just, what it is is what it is. Um, and then the other thing that's taught me recently, you know, even like in, in a writing relationship, which is now dawning on me that it's more and more like a marital relationship, you can't wait to voice your opinion on something. If you're going to wait to do that, then the whole thing's a bunch of bullshit. Everything you're doing is going to run off the rails. You have to be honest with one another every step of the way. And I will say in my writing partner's defense, he's done that. I probably have not. And that's maybe why things ran off the tracks yesterday. So um, those are my three. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really, we've never wrapped up an episode cause we've never done an episode, mm -hmm. but I, I think it's probably about time we wrap it up. Yeah. So, uh, the next episode we said, we're going to be talking about, uh, what did I say here? What's your time worth? Yeah. What so we'll talk about that on the next episode, but for now you guys stay safe from that coronavirus. Yep. Um, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Yeah. Be safe. Stay well. Make good choices. That's what you always say. All right. Episode one All in right. the books. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.